the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. Welcome to episode 76 of the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. And if you are a new listener, then welcome. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. And as always, if you are a professional network marketer that is mainly building your business through the means of Facebook and Instagram, and you are not yet on LinkedIn, and you would love to know how to use that platform to build your network, your business, and take it to new levels, then head over to my website, www.scottaaron.net, where you can fill out a free form to schedule a 15-minute discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. So in my string of incredible interviews and incredible discussions, this one is going to be no different. And I am super excited about today's interview because, again, a lot of the people that you hear me interviewing time to time are in network marketing, but time to time you will hear just an amazing entrepreneur that has an incredible story because no matter what the business, no matter what you're doing, it takes resiliency and moving forward to create those things, to create that compounded effect that leads to success. So as always, instead of me telling their story, I am going to let them tell their story. So Jeremiah Campbell, welcome to today's show. Thanks for having me, Scott. I'm super so, excited. Again, we, we've, we've met. Um, I'm, I'm grateful to, to have you as a friend. And I just want you to, to share a little bit of your story because you're – very successful in what you do, which you're going to talk about. But I want you to go back a little bit because it's really important for people to know the story of what someone had to overcome to where they had to get to now. So if you could just introduce yourself to my audience and, and talk about some of those things in your life that you had to overcome to get to where you are now. Fantastic. So yeah, I'm from Michigan. Um, uh, my birthday's tomorrow. I'll be 33 years old tomorrow. Um, I've been married about eight years, two kids. Um, none of this is none of this would ever be possible. Uh, my life, my journey, where I've come from, who I am now, where I'm going. Um, all of this started. Uh, I, I'm, I wasn't raised in an entrepreneurship family. I wasn't. I never was around any high value, high net worth individuals. Um, so I was very average. Um, and I was destined to be average from the people that I surrounded myself with. And through the grace of God, I ended up, um, I mean, hindsight, getting strung out on drugs and alcohol. And, um, you know, it wasn't a blessing back then, but I'm a firm believer that things happened for me and not to me. And part of my journey was just getting completely chemically dependent 
and substances. And from the age 15 through 21, uh, I was a daily drug user. It ended up with an IV heroin addiction um, to where I had to lie, cheat, steal, and rob to, and I was just a complete derelict. I mean, from, I, I wasn't raised bad. Like a, people look at drug users and al- addicts and alcoholics um, as complete failures in life and, and just, just this, this terrible, terrible image. And for some of it, it's true. Uh, but, but for me, it, w- it was never that case. I was always a kid. Um, that just a little broken. I was a little bit different. I, I always wanted to be somebody else and I always felt that I was never good enough. So what drugs and alcohol did for me um, was give me that, that edge to where I thought that I had it figured out, that I thought that um, it gave me the confidence and the self-esteem that I was looking for. And then it, it, it got out of control. At first it was fun and then it was fun with problems. And then it just became problems. So, so, so what everyone has a, a different version of, of their rock bottom. And, um, and, and, you know, I talk about brain tattoos and I talk about ripple effect moments where they transcend. And obviously you heard mine with my father, you know, going away to prison for two and a half years, which really kind of transcended my life and where I am now. If you had to put your finger on a moment of of clarity in in a time that was very cloudy for you what was that moment for you it was it was a rainy day i had, I had a great job i was going to college at night and then i started i got chemically dependent on oxycontin and um, i remember laying in bed and i and i was ill and i was sick and i remember going oh my god i'm i'm addicted to i'm addicted to this and i remember that feeling I, I was I was literally trapped to where I couldn't, and I was I remember I was at my I lived at my dad's house at the time, and I remember laying in bed and just thinking, oh my god, I need. I was physically sick, and I knew the only way to get across from not being sick anymore was mm-hmm. to do more drugs. So what? What shook you? What what moved you in the direction? of whether it was getting help or talking to someone where you realized that your life, your value, your self-worth was much more valuable than you thought it was? That's a great question, Scott. So that, when I had that moment, I was 18 years old and I had, uh, I had, I had life. I mean, I, I owned life at that point. I mean, I had it going on. Um, and, I was strung out on drugs and I thought I had it going on. So I had a misconception of what was pure and what was true in my life by the stories that I was telling myself. And this is all in hindsight. So the person that I was laying there in that bed, I had a journey for the next three years in and out of treatment, in and out of inpatient rehab five times. So at that moment, that person I was, I'm in constant creation of who I'm going to become in the stories that I tell myself. And these are all standards that I put on my life today. And, and I spend a ton of time and a ton of conscious effort doing that to maintaining them till I'm actually going in the right place. But at that point in my life, I, did, I, w- I was running on a subconscious autopilot program that I had no idea. I just thought life was what it was. It just happened to you. Some people got better hands than others. And, and, I, and I literally, thank God, he put this, this hope inside my heart where I knew that there was going to be more. And I knew that I was destined to be better. 
I knew for, for some reason out there that I wasn't to be a strung out drug addict. So for the next three years, I was writing my story in and out of treatment centers, not realizing the depth of my disease because I, I suffer from the disease of addiction. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't have anything to do with drugs and alcohol. It has to do with the way I think. So my disease constantly tells me that I can do certain things. Like because I am a drug addict in recovery, I say to myself, okay, Jeremiah, you can't be angry, resentful, upset, jealous. I, I can't be afforded these simple luxuries to where I have to continue. So as I was writing that story that I didn't know what I was doing, I constantly wanted to be the person I was before I got addicted to drugs. And that's what a lot of drug addicts and alcoholics knew in sobriety come across. They say, well, if I could just be the person I was before, so I started trying to do things I was doing before, um, play sports, go on dates. Um, I, I would always been big into vehicles and motorcycles and I would do all these things. Yet it was just trying to mask the actual symptom because the drugs and alcohol was a symptom mm. of my problem. A broken thought process is what takes place. So I was constantly trying to become the person I was before. And it always took me because unfortunately in life or fortunate, you always take you with yeah. you no matter where you go. Well, I want to talk about addiction for a second because Addiction is addiction, whether it's mm -hmm. sex addiction, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, and even emotional addiction. You know, people being addicted to the emotions of their life, of, of the things that happened to them instead of the, happen, the things that happened for them, as you stated earlier. So a lot of entrepreneurs, which you are now, and a lot of people that listen to this podcast are, are entrepreneurs and network marketers. And one of, the, one of the struggles, one of the things that the mountain that these entrepreneurs are climbing is the emotional addiction mountain. Because things go well, they get kicked back. Things go well, they get kicked back. But also, it's the circle of influence. Their friends, their family, those that they think are going to support them the most are the ones that support them the least. So they're constantly in this emotional battle with themselves, beating themselves up, saying negative things about them. How debilitating is allowing the emotional addictions of one's own self to the success that someone potentially could achieve? Absolutely unlimited. I mean, it's not and this is me today. I've been on this entrepreneur journey for almost 15 years now, and, and I still have to put my emotions in check. So, so my personal reality is the way I think, the way I act, the way I feel. And, and I created, I have the opportunity and the power. One person says one thing to me and says, you think that's a good idea? And then my mind will start chattering. And my mind will say, no, it's not. And in my mind, I'm addicted to negativity. So everything that I do to try to push away from it, because the, the, the way that my mind works is it wants to find the path of least resistance. My mind doesn't like to be in the unknown. My mind doesn't like to say, Jeremiah, do this and this wonderful mm. thing's going to happen because it's the unknown. So my mind says, go back and do this because this worked before, which my good becomes the enemy and my great at that point. Unbelievable. Yeah. So it's when I expose myself to those situations. Now, Early on, especially when I'm coaching or, or mentoring or sponsoring, doesn't matter if it's, it's, if it's a, a drug addiction or a new business, doesn't matter. When I, get the, when I get the blessing and the opportunity to work with somebody new on their journey, it's, it's the ultimate um, rewarding feeling to, to watch them. But 
It's the people, places, and things. You go to a barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. So I am constantly, and, and all it is, is for me is being aware, training yourself to be aware of who do I put myself around? Am I around winners or am I around complainers? Because if I'm around complainers, I'm going to be a complainer. I'll tell you how everything's going to go wrong or I'll tell oh, you how everything's going to go right. Depending on, depending on the books that I read, the podcast, I, I have a no radio rule. I don't listen to the radio. My, my phone is a mobile university. It, it's going to tell me how to live, how to eat, what's going to be productive in my life, what my attitude's going to be. Because I don't know if you're anything like me, Scott, but I wake up in the morning and for some reason, this automatic negative thoughts go off in my head and I say, you're not enough. You're never going to be enough. Who are you trying to kid? The other foot's going to fall. They're going to find out you're a phony. They're going to find out you're fake. You're kidding to everybody. You're a liar. And I just say, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I get on my knees and I pray and I start my mantras. It's one of the people don't realize the power that, that we all possess in our mind. And, and we always talk about the most important, but also the most detrimental aspect of an individual is the six inches between their ears. Because your thoughts will either carry you to your success or will keep you with where you don't want to be. And circle of influence is everything. And, and you know, Les Brown, one, I mean, I love his quotes, but one of his mm-hmm. favorite quotes is other people's perceptions and thoughts of you do not have to become who you are. And I think in a, in a society right now that is driven by looks and by status and by whatever motivates certain people, we're always comparing ourselves to other people. Sometimes you get further and further away of who you truly are. And for me, I, I ground myself with gratitude in the morning and I find gratitude at the end of every day. So Myself and my fiance, as we go to the gym in the morning, when we wake up, we talk about what we're grateful for. And before I go to bed, I have a gratitude journal that sits on my nightstand that I fill out and it'll say, you know, what are you thankful for from today? And what were some great things that happened? So what I found is physiologically and emotionally, it's impossible to feel anything else while you are feeling gratitude. So if I am grounding myself with gratitude in the morning and I'm grounding myself with gratitude in the evening, it's impossible to feel anything different. And I think this is the the hard thing for entrepreneurship and for a lot of network marketers out there is that you're in this business, you're, you're doing all of these things and you spend a lot of time alone. You know, you're, you're like you said, you have your mobile university, you're listening to a lot of podcasts, you're, you know, you're downloading this, you're reading this, you're listening to this audio book, and it can get overwhelming. But I think, again, something that I live by is always, it's always better to do a little of something than a lot of nothing. So with that, what is, what was one of the first proactive steps? Once you got yourself back on your feet, and you started building your your entrepreneurial business, which we can get into, what was the first thing that you did to move yourself forward? What was, what, what's the, if you can look back, what was the most impactful thing that you did for yourself? Was it a book? Was it a podcast? What was it that moved the needle forward for you? 
I want to say making my bed. Mm. So it's the small wins for me. So like today, for instance, I woke up, I was sick last night. I got ill. My wife's got the, got a flu and, and I don't ever say that I'm sick. I, I was feeling a little under the weather. So I'm like, I don't have energy today. And so instead of saying, I don't have energy, I say, I'm full of energy, abundance and of life. Cause I, I'm on the gratitude train with you. And, and somebody told me early on when I, when I first entered a sobriety, they said a grateful, a grateful alcoholic or addict will never use because you cannot feel any suffer. You're not a victim, nothing. When you're in, when you're actually, your whole body encompasses gratitude. All you are is loving, caring, kind, generous, happy, joyous. I mean, you get all of those positive emotions. That's what you put out there. So even, even the first day before I ever, now the only reason I'm an entrepreneur is because nobody would give me a job. If somebody had given me a job, I wouldn't be talking mm. to you today. Nobody would give me a job. So it was, my mind will tell me 150 different reasons why things won't work. But it's when I enter to the unknown and say, my why is I want to provide a good life for myself. That was my first why. I just want a job. I want to be able to buy store-bought cigarettes and energy drinks. I haven't smoked cigarettes in 11 years and, and I don't <laughs> drink energy drinks anymore. But like that was literally, like that was all the hope that I needed. And then I got, somebody gave me a book written by Kevin Trudeau, Debt Cures That They Don't want, mm. to, want You to Know About. And they handed me that book. It was one of those infomercial books that somebody lent to me. I still have it on my shelf. And inside there, he talked about Think and Grow Rich. He talked about how to win friends and influence people. So I actually went to a the ones that were mentioned. and bought the ones that were mentioned. And they were used for like a quarter. I, I still have my original it's copy. It's so funny. Of Think and I Grow did Rich. the same thing. Whenever I, I read a book and it mentions another book, I go right on Amazon and I order it. Because there's always a precursor to where that person got their thought from. But isn't it also interesting, mm -hmm. Jeremiah, that every one of us, yourself, myself, any of our friends that are in our circle now, we always have a book mm -hmm. that shaped us. We can go back to that book that really got us thinking bigger because personal development and self-development, people don't realize it. All it takes is reading one book. All it takes is listening to one podcast or listening to one audio book that opens the floodgates. Would you not agree? I still do that to this moment right now. Always. I could, I could not, you could take the, one of the worst books that are ever in follow directions and one of the worst entrepreneur books ever written and it'll change mm -hmm. everything in your life. So, so talk a little bit about what you're doing for business now, because obviously you went from, you know, running, uh, working for other people to now working for yourself. So how did you make the transition to becoming your own boss and, and opening your own business? What is the business and what has life been like for you over the last five plus years? Amazing, abundant, very fruitful. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy good. Um, my life keeps getting better and I keep pushing, pushing, pushing and getting it better. And I live by this now today. I live by this um, phrase, you know, like I keep pushing myself to get uncomfortable but what I thought was expensive before, I keep working harder until that doesn't become Oof, expensive. Anymore. I love that. I, I, huh. um, to answer your question, it was it was going from I saw I'm a I'm a mason contractor, so we lay bricks. 
We don't do new construction. We don't do heavy commercial, anything like that. We do mainly residential and condos, apartments, multi-units. We go in and fix miscellaneous brick, tuck point, rebuild porches, chimneys. And when your house is sinking, we'll excavate it and we'll do helical piers and we'll push it out of the ground. So how has the business grown and, and where do you see it going moving forward? So right now we have... 50 team members. I started the business um, out of the back of a Cavalier that I didn't even own, a little car. Um, And then for the first three years, I never even took it serious. And then my girlfriend at the time, which is now my wife, um, she looked at me one day and she's like, are you going to do this forever? And I look back and I said, I have no idea. (laughs) But the money just kept getting better and better. And I kept, and and, so one of the key secrets to life um, is to care. Like you don't have to be talented. You just have to care. Like when I, when I hire a team member, I hire on attitude and aptitude, not skills and abilities. I can train anybody to do anything. So like building a team and building these things, I didn't need a team. I just needed one guy to help me. I was, and it was just me in a truck and we would go canvassing and knock on doors. It's exterior home improvements. I'd say, you need this done. And then I said, there's gotta be a better way to do this. And then I first started, then I started advertising in direct mailers. And they're like, design an ad. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I can. This is back flip phones, like Ray, Motorola razors. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I had a razor. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we can do this. And this was before, like, this was before Google. And then Angie's List came on board. And I was always a contractor with integrity. And this right. is before we wrote core values or we, 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 you know, hired and fired and promoted. And we had anything. This was just me and a couple guys. I was a craftsman. I never knew what I was doing. I sold my first job, call it tongue and groove, instead of tuck pointing. So there was no, there was nothing there. I, people look at me. I was a kid. I was 18 years old. And they're like, oh, your dad done this? I'm like, no, my dad's never done this before. Wow. And I was just completely bold. But I was always, I always knew at the bottom of my heart that I could believe in myself. Because if I could stop sticking needles in my arm, I could, I was almost capable of doing anything. And I, and I knew that because the odds that I had already beat. So I go into my day, I say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And as, as I started to grow the business, now we're doing multiple, multiple millions of dollars in revenue a year. I have goals. Like my goal right now is to have 10 of my team members make over six figures. This year, I'll, I'm re- I'll have four guys that work in my organization that make over six figures. Um, wow. and, and, and when we hire people, we, we have core values. So now as we build this team, um, I don't care how good you are or think you are or aren't. If you have a bad attitude, you're gone. Like I'm only willing to put up with people that I want to have dinner with. And I have extremely high standards. You know, what's so fitting you've built this business from the ground up to a multiple seven figure business Mm -hmm. and your business, your profession is building a strong foundation that can be built on top of something else. Mm Mm-hmm. Which it makes sense while you're successful because you've built the physical foundation for a business, but you've also built that physical foundation for yourself, which I think is just absolutely tremendous. So before we wind down, what is one piece of advice that you could give to the listeners that are maybe struggling, maybe not with addiction, but they're struggling with themselves and their thoughts and Maybe they're losing hope and belief that they can succeed in whatever entrepreneurial endeavor that they're in, network marketing, 
owning their own business, what is, what is something you can leave with them to push them forward after listening to today's episode? A lot of it depends on, so I, I'm not in the brick and mortar business. I'm in the human development business. My job is to create leaders and create people, create the, create a platform and opportunity for people to be great within my organization. If they leave my organization, my goal and main focus in life is to make sure they're a better human being because they interacted with me, whether you hire me as a, to, to hire my business. So w- when I go out there for anybody, I live by these couple mottos. I TTP and if that doesn't work, I TTMP and that's talk to people. And when that doesn't work, you talk to more people. <laughs> you just don't stop because when, in, in business, in anybody that's weathered any storms at all, it, it, the, they, they call it three feet from gold. The, the miracle always happens five minutes after you leave. So don't ever let that five minutes take place. No, just with un, unwavering. So what I personally do is I set the intent out there and I say, I'm going to, so now I want to create 10, 10 people, 10 team members, make 100,000 or more. And now I have unwavering faith in myself and in my creator that that's going to take place. Mm-hmm. So this is what I do. I wake up in the morning. I, I fight the negativity. I fight the dark side. Fight it off. Fight it off. I can face it. Do whatever I can do. Brushing my teeth. Saying my mantras. Going back over and over with it. I go and I meditate and I work out. And that, if, when I do that, I started my day with four wins. Automatically. So I have four wins and it's, what am I going to do? I tell myself I'm going to do it. And what that does, it builds confidence and self-esteem. And you can't stop a person that lives in gratitude. That's confident. They're unstoppable. So what am I going to do? It's nobody gives me, nobody's born with confidence. Nobody's that, that is earned from, from proving yourself right over and over and over again. You got to make two phone calls. Good. Make 10. You got to make 10, make 11. Just keep, and when I say, I, I can do this, I can do this. Really? Or the problem is, is people are lazy. I'm lazy. Let's be honest about it. I can, I'm capable of, people are like, this isn't, this isn't normal. The, the standards that you live up to is not normal. It is for me. So what's the next chapter of my life going to look like? It's got to be way better than what it is today. So I have to continuously evolve. Because I reference everything back to drugs and alcohol, the person that's talking to you today will drink or drug again. So I'm in constant pursuit of the, the better version of myself because I'm addicted to growing and to helping other people. So I, I have to expand and deepen upon myself. I mean, that was literally pure gold right there. And I think you you summed everything up it's confidence is earned over time and i think that's absolutely beautifully stated and if that doesn't inspire people i don't know what will so before we end the episode jeremiah how can people contact you where can they find you on social media and how can they learn more about you um at jeremiah underscore campbell on uh, LinkedIn, or not sorry, not on LinkedIn, on uh, Instagram. And then after our call tomorrow, they're going to find me on LinkedIn. That's right. Awesome. (laughs) So brother, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your gift, your heart, your wisdom, and your motivation to my audience today. I know they're going to take so much away from it and move themselves forward. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. 
So as always, guys, thank you for joining. Please enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all of the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.